So some of you may have seen I accidentally clicked the go live uh, before I should have. But anyway, welcome back, everybody, to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the One Man Low Council and to episode 230 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast. Because yes, indeed, this show is uploaded as a podcast after the show. And with that, I am reminded to shout out Toph Morris, who is a $5 supporter over on Anchor.fm. So thank you very much to Toph Morris for supporting the podcast. It really does mean a lot. Got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Of course, there is this whole Snyder Cut leak. Was it done nefariously? Was it an honest mistake? We have more questions than answers, really, at this point in time. And also, we've got some numbers from the most recent Disney film, Raya, or Raya, and the Dragon, not looking so hot. And it is a line of several Disney movies now that have come out over the last year or so, both 2020 and into 2021, that have come up bumpkin. Uh, I actually can't think of any of the Disney films that have come out over the last year plus that has made any massive profits, which should be worrying to Disney, especially if they still plan on releasing films like Black Widow, for instance, which, let's just be honest here, I think there are a certain portion of the population that are excited for it. I honestly do. I think those people still exist. But I think there's a lot of people also that have either just fallen away, lost interest, and I think that's got to worry Disney. And I would not be surprised if, even though we have several theaters opening up, Laura has been keeping me up to date with all of the theater openings currently going on and about to happen, rather, in California. We'll talk a little bit about that tonight as well. But even with all that stuff going on, there's still one major problem, and that is that they have already trained people to stay home. They have already trained people to consume media at home. Now, of course, that doesn't go for everybody, but I would say there's a large portion of the population that will now just say, oh, I'll just wait for it to come on HBO Max. Oh, I'll just come and wait for it to come on Disney+. Plus. And I think that that is going to have a major effect on even their big tentpole item movies, such as Black Widow. And so I'm actually more interested to see what's going to happen with that movie, seeing that they have not put together any movie in any form or fashion that has been even conceivably successful, based on any at least box office metric. Now, of course, they'll claim, oh, we had this much money brought in by Mulan. But again, behind the paywall, they don't release those numbers. We honestly have no idea how well it did or how, how, or how well it didn't do. And so, yeah. I honestly would not be surprised if, because of all these things, you potentially get Black Widow get delayed, or they just do what they've been doing with everything else and just put it on Disney Plus and charge $30 for it because they'll think, hey, at least then we can hide behind the paywall, we can fudge our numbers and make people believe whatever it is that we want them to believe, and still somehow maybe make some money back on it, especially after massive amounts of money in the process. Anyway, let's say hello to the people in the chats. We got, of course, the DLive fam. What is going on, DLive fam? We got Daniel Thorne in the chat. We got Captain Dean Heiss, who says aloha. Aloha, Captain Dean Heiss. Also, we got Faux Nemo over there as well. How is it going? And apologies to the DLive fam. There was indeed someone who was lurking 
in our stream last time who didn't even post anything but followed when the chest opening was happening. And I didn't know that you could get some of the lemons over there from the chest just by following. I, I, was, I was very confident that you had to actually engage in the chat. And of course, I have my settings so that you have to be a follower for at least an hour in order for you to actually be able to chat anything because we've been having a lot of issues with some really crappy trolls. So I will definitely be on the lookout for that this time uh, if we do a chest opening today uh, to try and take out anyone as quickly as I possibly can. But as we all know, sometimes these people are just too, too quick. But anyway, thank you very much, DLive fam, for being here. Let's say hello to the YouTube fam. What is going on, YouTube fam? At 6.41, we had Tina B, the Empress of the Universe, one of my Valkyrie here as well. Thank you very much for being here. We got Laura waiting for Nerdrotic in the chat as well, rocking a new thumbnail. I, I saw that earlier in the Discord as well. Thank you again for joining. We got Matsuin coming in, dropping a $5. That's a super chat early on, saying, Ahoy, Odin. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing well, Matsuin. How are you? Thank you very much for the super chat. Hope you enjoy the little gift of Willow. She is a sweet, sweet little puppy. We got Father Christopher Miller at 647 saying, Rest in peace, Pepe Le Pew. Oh, that's that's some stuff that that we may not even talk about at full length, though, of course, with this show, you know? <laughs> we very well could. Yes, indeed. Uh, Pepe Le Pew and Lola Bunny apparently being canceled in Space Jam 2. I don't know exactly to what extent, because I remember there were already leaks of the new updated Lola Bunny, so I don't know if it's just that they're going to take her out completely or if her role is going to be limited. I actually I have not read the articles on that yet because, to be honest, I don't care at all for Space Jam 2. I think Space Jam 2 is going to be one of the worst abominations to ever hit film. And I say that for a couple of reasons. One, because there's no reason and no purpose to give a sequel to the first Space Jam because the first Space Jam is perfect. Two, no matter what and how hard he tries, LeBron, you're never going to be good as Michael Jordan. And three, LeBron, we know that you're in the pocket of China. We know that, that, we know that you, like to, you, you like to suckle, to suckle at the teat of the Chinese Communist Party. So screw you, good sir, and screw your movie. So, yes, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't care much for Space Jam 2, and I... I would rather just not talk about it and act like it doesn't exist. Because in my mind, it doesn't exist. Alrighty, we got Beerford the Hobbit, who is Bond the Hobbit. He keeps changing his name every now and then. We got Pat Ass saying, hey, anyone think to nominate the Bee Gees movie? It totally slipped my mind. Never saw it. Um, apparently it was a 2020 documentary. Uh, didn't even hear that that came out. But of course, I'm not one for documentaries typically. There are few and far between documentaries that I actually like. Uh, GMonkey76, hail to you. Glad to have you back in the chat as well. We got Bryant Barth in the chat. Hail to you. Also, Tina is indeed warning that if there are any leaks, though, of course, I'm sure that now that me saying this, uh, people like the great Pat S. and others will probably put some fake leaks in the chat. Um, but if you are not joking, please try and avoid spoilers of anything dealing with a Snyder Cut. But here's the thing with that. I feel like we've already been given a lot. I feel like there isn't a whole lot left that we don't already know about this movie. I feel like through trailers, through images, through several videos that have been made by many Phantom Menace channels, I feel like we already know a lot of the big 
characters. And we've already also, here's the thing, and I know people may not want to hear this, we've already seen the movie. We already know how Justice League ends. We, we know the basic premise and basic plot of Justice League. Now, again, there's going to be new stuff in there. I, I totally admit that. Right, that's a fact. There's going to be new stuff in there. But the story in general, the basic premise, the basic plot is not going to be a whole lot different ba- based on what I know. Based based on what very little I know because again as as I've made very clear on the channel, I am not a Snyder fan. I I I don't think he's a good filmmaker. I think that every film he's ever touched has either been terrible or just has not aged very well. And I will still stand by that. It's very funny because there's been people who've been going after me. So my, one of my most recent videos when I did my review of WandaVision, uh, there were a bunch of MCU trolls in that chat. And it was so funny, or in the comment section, and it was so funny because there were some of them saying, this is just Odin, this is what he does. He says everything that he, that he knows his, his subscribers want to hear, so they keep giving him money. And I'm like, you do realize that I piss off probably more than half my audience every time I talk about Zack Snyder. <laughs> I mean, like, the fact that I, I love when people come in to the comment section and they act as if they know me. They, they act as if they've been watching for years. They, 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 they act as if they're an expert on everything that's Odin. And then you can just easily read their comment and say, wow, you're so full of it. You have no idea what you're talking about. To think that I'd crap on WandaVision, not because objectively there's flaws, which of course there are flaws, you can't ignore that fact, and I think I laid them out pretty clearly in the video, you also can't just say, oh, well, he's just going to say anything in order to get likes, even though he was proving and they were proving the point that that's not the case at all. That's my most disliked video in the last several months. Because apparently to dislike WandaVision was, was some kind of major sin on my part, which, which is crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. And, uh, yeah. But it really got me, especially when they were like, oh, he'll just say anything. So, you know, the, 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 he, he just tells the people what they want to hear. Okay? Talk to those same people whenever I talk about Zack Snyder. Even my Valkyrie. Even my mods hate when I talk about Zack Snyder and want me to move on from it every single time because they don't want to hear it, which I understand because I would say in this audience, in this fandom, it's not a very popular opinion. There are some that here that I think share that opinion about Zack Snyder, but I think most people don't. But getting back to the spoiler, I honestly don't think even with what footage was leaked, and again, we'll get to that uh, more so in a second, I just feel like there isn't going to be a whole lot. That, that really can be at least enough to ruin anything, right? I don't think there's going to be any major revelation because here's the thing. This movie has already been, you know, pointed to be essentially this one and done, right? That, that there's not going to be a continuation of this universe, that, that the universe that Zack Snyder had originally set up is not being pursued, and I know that there might be some hardcore fans that think, oh, but if this just does so well, and if it like breaks HBO Max, and it breaks all the records, and all these other things, then they'll listen. But when in the heck have studios ever listened? Even when it's for monetary gain. If they have a message, if their egos are as large as they are, and we know, especially at Warner Brothers, those egos are huge. They don't want to admit they're wrong. They've, they, they've not believed in this vision. And again, this is coming from someone who's critical of that vision. But they've never believed in the vision. So 
the thing is, is that with that being said, I, I just don't see how there could be anything major to happen in here, seeing that it seems to me almost like it's going to be somewhat isolated. I don't know. That That's just me. And I know that some might say, okay, but then why would they put it on HBO Max and make such a hoopla about it? Yeah, remember that Zack Snyder's the one doing all the promos for it. Warner Brothers isn't doing it. It's Zack Snyder who's leading the charge on that. It's Zack Snyder, RK Outpost, Uche, and all of the other, Lethal Lightning, all of the other major uh, Zack Snyder fans who are really driving the marketing for this movie. So, so color me pessimistic. So, honestly, Tina, I, I don't think we're going to have any major spoilers. So, I would say uh, cool off on the on the hide and the timeout button because I just I I don't know what there really is to spoil at this point. I'm just I'm just being honest. Uh, not another dime. Thank you very much for the five dollars. So, so super chat with the thumbs up there. Thank you. I appreciate that. I always appreciate the irony too of the uh, of the name as well. <laughs> You're awesome. We got Super Anime Gamer at 657 saying, "Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, what is up, my dude? What's going on, Super? Glad to have you here." Waiting for Nadrati Laura says, "I'm going to have to start listening to Disney stockholder meetings. Ah, you own some of that Disney stock to give you some of that sweet access. Do you want to hear them lie to you? Is that the thing? Because <laughs> hey, some people like I guess like that kind of punishment." Uh, Dame Zache, what is going on? Thirsty the Warrior says, Odin with the sneak peek feature. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I, I don't have any of it. I, I just have the news story because I, I didn't get to actually see uh, what was leaked. And again, this the whole concept of what was leaked, I have some questions. I definitely have some questions, but I really don't think a whole lot has been given out, just to be honest, from what we already know from trailers and other other revelations. We got ZK Man in the chat. What's going on, ZK Man? He says, hello to all. How are you? I'm over here enjoying a homemade pizza. Very cool. Had some chicken, uh, some grilled chicken tonight over here in Asgard. A little, uh, not as cooked as I want. I like, I like my chicken, my, my chicken, my chicken dry. And it was not, it was just not dry enough for me. And so I'm actually not, not feeling too well because of it. Not like food poisoning, but. Makes me not want to have chicken for a while. <laughs> Alright, we got Snortapoopus, Cuber, who says, How all humans and other life forms? What's going on? Snortapoopus. Tina B says, Don't make me time you out if you drop spoilers. Wait, can I do that? We shall see. Um, no, you can't time out another mod. You can't time out another mod, and if I were to come in from the main channel name, you wouldn't be able to time me out either. And as I said... What is there to spoil at this point? Not to mention what we know from the leak. Again, let me, okay, let, before I, I need to, all right, I, I know that normally I catch up with the comments, but let's go ahead and move into this news story because I do think it's important here. So the whole leak thing, all right, here's what actually happened, all right, because I, I care about trying to be as factual as I possibly can, trying to keep my expectations at the door, and just trying to see and cut through the crap. So it says here, HBO Max accidentally showed the long-awaited Snyder Cut of Justice League when people clicked on Tom and Jerry. All right, pause. I already can see a huge... I mean, obviously, it's Yahoo News, so we already, we already know it's fake news. But here's the thing. Is Yahoo honestly saying and claiming, and is Warner Brothers claiming, that people were actually clicking on Tom and Jerry? Like, honestly, that's my first issue with this. Are they honestly going to expect people to believe that anyone in their right mind would be clicking on this remade, 
crap CGI version of Tom and Jerry? All right, that's the first lie right there. All right, so again, the whole clicking on Tom and Jerry thing, I don't buy it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think that's fake news, Annabelle Williams of Yahoo News calling you out. Anyway, let's get to the actual facts, though. It says, HBO Max accidentally streamed the Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie early. All right, here's the thing. That first point does not coincide with the second, which states this. The leak, which showed an hour of the film, was accessible to users who wanted to watch Tom and Jerry, according to The Hollywood Reporter. So, only one hour of the movie was actually shown. Remember... We're dealing with a four-hour. Wasn't that the last number we got? A four-hour movie? If they just got the first hour of the movie, something tells me we've pretty much seen all of that footage already. So, once again, going back to the whole spoiler stuff, and I know there's some people trying to claim sabotage and stuff like that, and that would make sense to me if the entire movie was leaked, if the entire movie was put out there in some nefarious way. And I think that, obviously, it's fishy because, once again, really, Tom and Jerry? Of all the things, Tom and Jerry? Now, maybe it could be that there were some behind the scenes just trying to be trolling and being like, <laughs> no one's watching Tom and Jerry, so I'm going to go ahead and put something here so that way that they can see it. I don't know why I did that voice, but I just did. Anyway, but it's just an hour of the movie. So, one-fourth of the movie. And then the other question is, how many people actually watched it did any of them actually get a chance to even capture that hour? And as I said, how much spoiler stuff that, again, is anything really major could possibly be within the first hour of the movie? It's good. I think it's an honest question. As we all know, when it comes to movies, at least well-done movies, so, again, maybe, maybe, maybe that's the reason why. Typically, in well-made movies, you, you get to the major reveals and climaxes you know, somewhere in, in the midway to, to past midway point of the film. Not, not in the first hour. Of a four-hour, dear Lord, this four-hour, <laughs> and I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch it <sighs> with as open as a mind as I possibly can have. But anyway, uh, and then it says the film is set to release on March 18th. That is the Saturday cut. So again, I think there is some, misinfo- some misinformation out there. Some things getting twisted, etc. But again, this is a NewsGuard certified source. And I think it's important, all right? As it says, as it says, the leak showed only an hour of the movie out of a four-hour movie, out of a movie in which we've, sh- we've been shown so many clips of new material, so many images of characters already. I, I don't know even with the entire four-hour movie. Now, there's some, I think, who say that there is some big character that's not yet been talked about, I don't know who the character is because I, again, haven't read those articles because, as I make very clear, I honestly don't care as much because I don't think any of it's going to save the lackluster writing of Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's role should always be that in-the-back producer, world-building, let other people write the script, other people direct the actors, and you might actually get a good product. But we see what happens when he has mostly full control. And you can argue that it's better than anything that came out with the Joss Whedon version. But we still have BVS and, oh, watch the extended edition. Okay, 30 minutes of extra crap. Great. Okay, fine. That 30 minutes of extra crap doesn't change a damn thing. All right, good. We've, we've established that. And then anything else that he's made. All right? I'm sorry. It's just, it's just not there. 
It's just not there. You're, you're not going to convince me. I'm not, I'm not going to become a, I'm not going to become a Snyder fan. All right. It's just, just not going to happen. But anyway, that, that is the story. So again, this whole leak thing really isn't even true. All right. So again, an hour of the film was shown because people were supposedly, and again, I think this is the bigger question. People were supposedly clicking on Tom and Jerry on HBO max. Sure. They were sure. They were. And then accidentally an hour was playing. So again, one could argue nefarious stuff, right? The fact that it was playing at all. But then again, Tom and Jerry? I don't know. But it was just an hour. I, again, I just I don't see what spoilers could, could possibly uh, be, be revealed at this point. Just going to be honest. So again, uh, Valix, just be, don't, I, I wouldn't worry about timing anyone out tonight because I, I just, I don't think anyone's going to have any information that that's going to be anything. Eagle Rider, thank you very much for the $5 super chat. Says, hello, Odin. I hope you're having an amazing night. I'm on air and not going to apologize. Been on air eight hours and they're still talking. Excommunicado. Eagle Rider. Is that Rosetta Allen? Is that a new name? Because that's the only other person I could think of that would ever say anything like that. Um, but you've been excommunicado so, so often that I, I feel like it's just not even, just not worth talking about anymore. But, you know, I, I, I guess because you said it. Declare you excommunicado. I, I, I gotta declare it. Gotta declare it. Once again. Leave. Never come back. Alright, the new number two, who's also Dean Heiss, playing some double dipping over there, says hello to the YouTube chat. Just another red shirt. Hail to you. How is it going? Sizer Neon's also in the chat as well. Hail to you. We got Beefer to Hobbit, who says, Your thoughts on Disney Plus pulling iconic movies, Dumbo, the Aristocats, Peter Pan, from the kids' section for so-called racist stereotypes. That's not really, that's not new to me. They've been doing that for a while now. So so maybe they've just now pulled the trigger on those movies, but they, they've already been putting the warning labels on those. They already edited out. That version of Dumbo wasn't even Dumbo. All right, they, they already edited out. They already edited out uh, a part of the movie. So you're not even getting the entire movie in the first place. So if they take it off, okay, fine. It wasn't even the full movie. Uh, Aristocats, I, I don't remember anything specific. I mean, I guess maybe a couple of the characters... I, I, guess, I guess some people could be offended by cats, by characterizations of cats. As assume, I just That's the assumption I'm making there. And then uh, Peter Pan, we all know why they would go after Peter Pan. But again, apparently they don't want to have it be a teachable moment, and Disney sucks. There, there it is. Uh, Eagle Rider for another two dollars. Just a super chat says, "Ha ha ha! Yes, I renamed my channel, and you love me. Not when you're streaming against me. Again, especially after eight hours. Like, like Rosetta, you know you shouldn't be streaming for eight hours. You know you shouldn't be streaming in general for eight hours." Go to bed. Get some sleep. Get some rest. And she comes in with another one saying, what about Hunk of Chunky? He's on air with me. Well, the Hunk of Chunky Funky Monkey, uh, he wouldn't be on unless you were streaming. So don't don't put the blame on him. Blame is solely on you, Rosetta. You're the one who decided to stream against me. I take that as, as competition. And I am offended. All right, back to the chat. I'm going to go back to the people who are actually here, who are actually supporting who aren't streaming against me. Awful. 
Awful, awful, awful. So disappointing. All right, but the chat has jumped on me like it always does. Again, Tina B saying no spoilers or else. Again, I don't know what anyone could possibly spoil. Tina, I would say we can calm down. I think we can calm down. All right? I think we can calm down on that. All right, but the chat has jumped on me on YouTube. Let's jump over now to the D Live fam. How is it going, D Live fam? Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, Phonemo says, I had my first pool day of winter. Gotta love Arizona. It was in the high 80s, maybe low 90s last week. That is disgusting to me. It's starting to get into the 70s here, and I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Captain High says, so can someone tell me how Disney's stock keeps going up? Gone from $79 to over $200? I have no idea. I call shenanigans on that because they're not making money from their movies. All right, that's something that I've been following for a while now. You can check out my website, ombreviews.home.blog. I'm planning on getting a domain name for that very, very soon. And you can go to my box office breakdown and look to every single Disney title that's come out over the last several months. Every single one of them is in the red. Every single one, from their Fox-acquired properties to their own natural properties. I mean, people forget, Onward. Remember when Onward came out? That one was getting a full theatrical run. That lost like over $150 million last time I checked. It's crazy, man. It is so crazy. So I don't I have no idea why their why their stock is so so valuable. Um Phonema then says, speaking of Tom and Jerry, the new movie made me realize Jerry is a complete dick to Tom. <laughs> I'm very sad that it took it took the movie. It took the movie. It took the, God, the movie that should never have been made to, to make you realize that. We got Camden Heist coming in with the five ice cream donations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Daniel Thorne says, there's no way the leak wasn't done on purpose. This is the only way to get people to click on Tom and Jerry. I guess one could argue that point, but I think if anyone's reading an article where that's mentioned, they mention that it's no longer there. So I don't know if it would be that either. Again, it could be that. It could have been for that initial interest, potentially. Um, So if anything, though, it would be done to get more attention brought to Tom and Jerry. Not to destroy it. Because as I said, I I don't see what this possibly could destroy for the Snyder Cut. Because it was one hour of the movie. We already know so much. I, I just, again... I, I'm not getting... I, I don't see why it's as big of a deal as people are saying it is. All right? Is it something that was that, that someone did on purpose? I think one could argue that point. But I think the only argument that I see that makes any sense is to get more clicks on Tom and Jerry, to be perfectly honest. And not to actually do anything to hurt Snyder Cut. I just, again, I just I don't see it. One hour of the movie. Just one out of the four hours. And... It was not on for, again, it was only on for a certain period of time. I, I just, I don't see it. Uh, James, Dashe, thank you for the $1 uh, super, not that super, that's a donation by Streamlabs. Thank you very much for doing that. Says, hey, Odin, just watched the Back to the Future trilogy the past few days. I really enjoyed all three films, with the first one being my favorite. Uh, where would you rank them? Well, I did a poll on this recently, and uh, a lot of people, like me, feel like it is all just one movie. And so I love them all equally for that reason. Um, But if I had to, if you force me to rank them, 
Yeah, still can't do it. They're all one movie to me. I like them all for different reasons. Anyone that says the third one's not very good, you're not a real fan. If you don't like that Western style with all those fun Western themes, get out of here, man. So it's, it's all one to me, and I think it's fantastic. All right, still over on DLive, uh, Will Gentry says, well, stock value is dependent on the confidence of those buying it. They spin things so well that the stock value keeps rising. I can see that. Yeah, that makes sense. He then says, that's why it can stay high and even go up when they are losing money in so many areas. They just need confidence. They'll, they'll make money. Actually, Will Gentry, that's a very good point. So even though they're losing money on their parks, they're losing money on their movies, because they're able to somehow convince these fools to buy their stock and increase its value, it means what they can do is then they can periodically sell stock at high prices, higher than what they originally had it for, and then essentially pay off whatever losses they have. I would argue if you have anything in Disney stock, you need you should sell. <laughs> I'm not I'm not an expert, I'm not a financial expert, but I feel like anyone that's helping to prop up Disney at this point, unless you want to keep access and have maybe just a dollar in them, so that way you could still somehow have access to the shareholder meetings. I mean, god, that's that's just that's just so slimy, man. That's just so slimy. I we need a major reform of our financial system here. I, I mean, I think the game stock situation really showed us we we need some reforms not to stop people like the the like the redditors but to stop these major corporations who are able to essentially either inflate their own stock or deflate other competition stock i think it's disgusting all right uh back over to the dlive fam or sorry to the youtube fam what's going on, everybody we got hardwick in the chat hail to you Robert Frey, what's going on? Kara Tharp says, I just saw The Gentleman and Emma yesterday. Enjoyed them both. They're both excellent films. Uh, they were both definitely some of the best films of last year. Definitely in my top list for sure. Uh, I still need to make my own nominations list. By the way, there is indeed, I am still indeed accepting nominations uh, for the Wednesday Raven Awards. So I'll post that link again in the YouTube chat. So again, it is still open until March 14th in the evening of March 14th. So you still got about five days to put your nominations in. Yeah. I would say the gentleman and the Emma are definitely, and the Emma, uh, Emma and the gentleman are definitely contenders for best films of the year for sure. Oh man, look who's coming in. Look who's coming in. We got the flick pick. Hail, hail flick pick. Hail John. For this $2 super chat, he says, do a Randy Newman song about the Snyder Cut. You got a fair in me. I got the Snyder Cut. I got the Snyder Cut, and so do you. I got a bleep, but I, I you got beat, and you got a Snyder Cut. Randy Newman, everybody. That might as well be the song for, for the Snyder Cut. Just add a bunch of yabba dabba doobas and a bunch of random things that don't even rhyme sometimes, and boom, you got Randy Newman. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that me and, and John like to do, especially when we're prepping for the podcast, is uh, we'll just send voice messages through iMessage to each other, and it'll just be us singing random crazy verses uh, about random things in the vein and in the spirit of Randy Newman. And it's 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 a pretty fantastic thing. So <laughs> yeah, it's not a cut. It got released. It got released. 
on Tom and Jerry, and he didn't show a thing. Thank you, Flick Pick. Thank you, John. <laughs> check, check out John Flick and Joe the Flick Pick. If you're not subbed to him already, I don't know. I don't know why you're here. Because he is he is one of the kings, one of the kings of YouTube, especially the movie review YouTube world. Not another dime. Thank you for the five dollars. Super chat says rather give you some cash than buy Disney stock. Well, thank you, not another dime. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. All right, back in the YouTube chat, we got Brian Barth saying, "Have you heard that of the Seven Hundred Club? One deal Disney can't get out of." Um, yes, I've heard of the Seven Hundred Club. Uh, I can't believe that show's still around. Soul Assassin in the chat, hail to you. Just Joe 47. Helen Berger says, Justice League, spoiler, Superman is dead. Then he isn't, because magic. We already knew that. As I said, I, I don't really see what else they could spoil because we've already seen the movie. We've already seen the main plot of the film play out. Now, you can have a bunch of extra shots and scenes and, and backstories and sub-stories, right? But the main story is still going to be in place. I mean, it wouldn't make any sense if they didn't have some consistency there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Laura says, wow, what an ending to the Snyder Cut. The Justice League and the Spartans from 300 take on the zombies from Dawn of the Dead. And the Sucker Punch chicks. That actually might be an interesting ending. <laughs> I think that might actually be better than anything that Zack Snyder could come up with. And yes, I will I will continue to, uh, to throw shade. <laughs> Uh, no apologies here. No apologies here. Let's see, Hardwick says, does it really count as a leak when it was only up for a few minutes and quickly taken down before anyone was able to watch it? Hardwick, that's the point I'm trying to make, right? It was an hour of the film that was available, and I don't know how long, you say a few minutes, I don't know where they got the hour from, like, and that's the other question too. How can you just have an hour available if it's just a four-hour movie, right? Because they, they already said they're, they're not going to break it into parts like they probably should. So was this just something where they were originally going to put it into parts and so they have it ready in parts just in case and so they accidentally just put the first hour attached to it? But yeah, if it was only up for a few minutes, right? Not a lot of people probably saw it initially. Even so, they say it was just the first hour and so even if they were somehow able, somehow able to capture it, it would only be an hour of the movie. I mean, again, I, I, I don't see how anything can really be lost on that. Rob D says, hey, Odin just picked up the Lord of the Rings Extended Editions. Boom, baby. That is the way to go. Extended Edition Lord of the Rings, it's the only way to watch those movies. Not the, not the Hobbit ones. Hobbit ones are, are already too long. The Hobbit ones are too long. Lord of the Rings, Extended Editions, very, very nice. I still need to get the 4K copies. I was originally going to get the uh, Steelbook set. I was an idiot. Thought they'd still be available on opening day uh, when I would have gotten another uh, slew of donation to be able to actually buy it. Nope. I missed out. I missed out. And so now I'm, I'm thinking of just waiting it out till the summer because there's going to be another extra special collector set. So I might just wait for that one instead. Uh, Snorter Poopa says, I have to confess, I am not, I am not all that concerned about the Snyder Cut because I have no spoilers to... S- so I have no spoilers to spoil. I don't think anyone does. I don't even think Snyder <laughs> has any spoilers to spoil. He, he's already given the fans a lot. Nathan Slay says, I am sorry, but I just don't give a crap about anything Justice League Snyder cut. Justice League was really frustrating to me, and it should have gotten it, should have gotten it right the first time. Well, here's the thing, Nathan Slay. All right, because I will admit this much. 
The first version, the first Justice League, was mostly a film by uh, Joss Whedon, right? Uh, obviously, Zack Snyder had a family tragedy, and my heart goes out to him still. No one should ever have to go through what he went through uh, with the loss of his child like that. Again, it's terrible what happened. And so, uh, you know, uh, you had Joss Whedon take over, and most of the film was actually from him with uh, a little bit left over from Zack Snyder. A little bit of Zack Snyder was still in the movie. I think the cinematographer said like it was 80 to 90% Joss Whedon and, and only maybe 10 to 20% was left over was actually Zack Snyder. But even if the shots themselves were taken care of by someone else, again, I think the main and main plot line itself, right? The, the end point of where the film was trying to go, right? Obviously the Justice League itself is all about them coming together as the Justice League, right? I don't, I don't see how different that can really be. So, yeah, I'm right there with you, though, as far as it just not having a lot of care about it. Alice McCarthy is a member. Haley says, howdy, Odin, how's it going? Yes, WandaVision is flawed. Yeah, I mean, again, objectively, it's got issues. Laura says, I actually really like Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, my third favorite zombie movie. See, that's the one film I haven't seen all of. And so that might be the only one that I would actually like. Because that also is, I think, the only film that features the least amount of CG. But then once he got into CG, he just, whoa, he went crazy. Soul Assassin says, you hate the maker of 300? Sounds like Persian talk. No, sounds like a man with eyes. <laughs> sounds like a man with eyes to me. I, I call it like I see it. Keck44, what's going on? What's going on? General Winkster in the chat as well. We got Bruce in the chat. Super, Anime Gamer, Super says, MCU stands are a very special breed. Indeed. But I thought the DCEU stands were a special breed. Because I remember when I was being critical uh, months and months ago about DCEU. Man, I got, I got, that, that, those were some of the worst ratios on those videos that I made. But MCU too. Because I remember when I came out against Endgame. When I came out being critical of Endgame. Even though almost everyone loved it. Isn't it interesting? How as time has gone by, more and more people start to realize how it's not that great of a film. I'm not saying I'm ahead of the curve there, but I am saying I took a lot of heat and a lot of hate from people who did not want to hear that. But yeah, somehow I'm someone that, uh, he just says what everyone wants to hear. Go look to the ratios of my Endgame review. Look to the ratios of anything I've done ever talking about the DCEU. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh, when people think they know me. That's a song. You think you know me. On this day, I say clearly. It's the theme to Edge. If you know who Edge is, you're a rock star. Rosie G12, hail to you. Glad to have you back in the chat. We got Rob D uh, tagging saying, I can't stand YouTubers that only tell their audience what they want to hear. A channel I used to watch would delete their videos and then make new videos giving the opposite opinion. That is nefarious. Yeah, I no, no bueno. No, no bueno. That is the very definition of, of grifting, right? It's always funny to hear myself and others in the Phantom Menace be called grifters. What a grifter is, is it's someone who is putting a position out there that they themselves do not hold to. Everything I've ever given as far as an opinion has been my own. 
I mean, I, I get sent stuff randomly from time to time, and I always preface by saying these opinions are my own. Guess what? I've given positive reviews to movies I've been given. I've also, the last two especially, given some pretty bad reviews. I've been I've been given some pretty critical stuff of, of the films that I've been sent, too. But, yeah, when people are just being, yeah. When people are actually grifting, no, no bueno. Tina B says, I'll do what you say as always, and plus that they're scared of me anyway. This is very true, Tina. Tina with the hammer. Very, very terrifying stuff. Miss Mon Muses. Hail, Miss Mon Muses. Glad to have you here. Alice McCarley says, I prefer Wayne stock over Disney stock. Nice. Nathan Slay, I wish Disney could continue to make more movies like Soul, at least on the same level. But they won't. They only care about pushing political agendas. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Soul, I thought, was a very well done and uh, was also a very wholesome film. A very family-friendly movie, which I uh, thoroughly enjoyed. Father says, okay, heading out to the big city right now and heading out together to a get-together with some priest friends. Well, you have some fun. Father, don't get drunk. I know I know how you priest fellows like to drink. So, <laughs> okay. Have a good time, Father. Thursday the Warrior says, chicken jerky. Yes, I would love some chicken jerky. That's how dry I, I like my chicken. Bruce says, I'm told with my... AT&T account, I have HBO Max. When the time comes, I will have to figure out how to use HBO Max and view it. Snyder Cut. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have AT&T. I have Verizon. So I, I'm sure that there are instructions. Just look up AT&T HBO Max on Google, and I'm sure there will be plenty of instructions there to help you. Snortapoopa says, accident my fat furry backside. Yeah, talking about the Snyder Cut leak. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, to quote Lethal from Uche Stream last night, release the Tom and Jerry cut. Yeah, seriously. And also said no one ever. <laughs> Let's see. We got Hologram Nunchuck. What is going on? Hologram Nunchuck. Soul Assassin says, Sounds like they wanted to bring attention to the Tom and Jerry movie. Yeah, pretty much. That That's the only thing that happened. All right. They didn't destroy any of the hype surrounding the Snyder Cut. In fact, if anything, they've made it even more hyped. The people who are obsessed are even more obsessed right now. All right, let's just be honest here. And as I said, it says only one hour was even available. And it may not have even been available for the entire hour. So again, what could really be out there at this point? Bradley Brown, welcome to the chat. Glad to have you here. Let's see. Hamilton Berger tagged and says, Are you suggesting that Jay Leno was behind the Snyder League? Yes, yes I was. Yes I was. Greta Zenner says, hello, Odin and everyone. Greta, uh, a message from a couple of the people over on the Friday Night Tights crew. Um, the chat there, they love you. They want more videos. But also, they would like for you to create a PayPal link. And there's ways to make PayPal.me's so that it is uh, directed towards you. And they want you to, like, post that in your description of your videos or in your pinned comments because there's people that want to donate to you. So, yeah, Greta, even when you're not monetized, you can still get some donations from people that appreciate the work that you do. So, I'm just the messenger, Greta. But anyway, uh, think about creating a PayPal.me. Is, uh, there's someone over there that was tagging me in the chat all last week saying... Talk to Greta. Tell her to do this. You, you, you told her last time to make more videos, and finally she did. It's like she listens to you. I'm like, she's her own person. 
I tell her that people are interested, and so when she has the time to, she's able to. But anyway, we got 70B in the chat. What's going on, 70B? Glad to have you here. Pat S. says, Tom and Jerry, the Snyder Cut. See, that's a movie I would actually like to see. I would see the Tom and Jerry Snyder Cut. Sounds a lot more interesting. <laughs> Rosie G12 says, how do you really feel, Snyder Cut, Odin? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, I wear my emotions on my sleeve with that one. Snortapoopus then says, Odin will be watching the Snyder Cut, so I don't have to. Yes, that is how I will view it. That is how I will be viewing what I'm doing, is I'm watching for the people that don't want to watch it and shouldn't have to. Uh, Rob, Rob D says, Odin, you can do a voice too. Jeremy does soy voice. Ryan Cadell does Dave Filoni voice. You do, and you do special needs SJW. <laughs> no, no, I do old man Gary. That's what I do. That's my voice. Laura says here, to get through the Snyder Cut, give yourself a chocolate treat every half hour. Boom, Laura. That, that is facts right there. Uh, I'm going to need something to get me through. That That's for sure. For every f- four hours. Four hours. That's crazy. Four hours. Insane. All righty. Let's see. Comics Unknown. That's a new name in the chats. Thanks for being here. Helena Berger tagged and says, Maybe people were clicking on Tom and Jerry because they thought it might have the, <laughs> the horny skunks and bunny bosom that Space Jam 2 won't have. Maybe, Hamilton. People are strange. People are very weird, and they probably need help in prayers. Uh, Just Joe 47 welcome to the chat again. Glad to have you here. Tina B says, we moved on. We're talking about Harry and Meghan. I was wondering, I kept seeing Harry and Meghan being talked about. And as I said, every time my opinion on Snyder comes up, the Valks love to change the subject because they just don't want to hear it. So instead, they'd rather hear y'all's opinion about the whole Harry and Meghan stuff, which to me is hilarious. That two people who are of royal estate and royal esteem are whining and complaining, they've cut us off. We've been cut off from the royal family. <laughs> we, we still have money and access and power, but we've been cut off. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, I remember a headline of that like popped up and I was just like, nope, no thank you. This is stupid and a waste of life, and a waste of time. Harwick says, be who you are, and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Quoting the great Dr. Seuss, who, yeah, is still being canceled for some reason. Because he existed during a time in history. All right. Chat has jumped on me on YouTube like it always does. Thank you all again for being in the chat. Looks like some comments may have been skipped. Let's head over now to the DLive fam. Camden High says, I didn't see Endgame based on your review. That and Captain Whammon. Well, hey, I'm glad to hear that my opinion has... I mean, here's the thing. People make up their own minds. People can make decisions for themselves. But I, I just I try and tell it like it is. Well, Jenner says, I think the thing with Endgame is that it was a flawed but ultimately emotionally satisfying end to a story for the big majority. As time goes by, that emotion wears off and people see it more objectively. However, the DCEU has just been divisive from the very start. The DCEU has never had anything good. Again, I know people don't want to hear that, but other than Man of Steel, 
which is sea level at best, they haven't had anything. They, they really haven't. I mean, BVS was a disaster. Justice League's, uh, the Joss Whedon Justice, Justice League was atrocious. I honestly, again, I don't see how this version could be that much better. I really can't. I really can't. Um, but to your point about the emotional satisfaction, even then, I don't see how it was emotionally satisfying. I really don't. Because you had characters acting against their nature. You had characters acting against everything that was within them. Right? The thing that got me from the very beginning, the first time I saw it, was the whole Captain America. The Captain America storyline was not satisfying. Are you kidding me? That was totally a breach of his entire character arc. It was awful. So yeah, I, I still don't buy that. I know some people use that as, a, an, as an excuse to like it. I'm sorry, man, but no, it was not emotionally satisfying. Uh, let's see. Daniel Thorne says, I can't believe the Space Jam 2 director had problems with Lola Bunny. He had Queen Latifah in a low-cut top in his movie Girls Trip. Also, just about every female girl, girl group wore tube tops in the 80s. Sporty Spice from the Spice Girls, etc., Brittany, uh, Aaliyah, TLC, and so on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's a good point, right? Is that these portrayals are from their time and of their era. And it's kind of ridiculous what they're doing. He then says, off topic, but how do you feel? How do you know if your prayers backfire? Like bad things related to what one prayed about happening instead of something good? Well, that's the thing is that prayers don't work that way in general, right? Prayers don't work that way even in the positive direction. Um, you know, people oftentimes think that God is a genie and that, no, that's, that's not the case, right? You know, we pray and it's more so we're given the grace to achieve that which we need, not necessarily that which we want, if that makes any sense. So, all right, back into the YouTube chat, 729, we got Bryant Barth, uh, who tag says, when you're a kid, you like Jerry, when you're adult, you pity Tom. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Uh, Eagle Rider says, I've kept this running to give you a view. Well, I, I appreciate it, but again, you're still streaming against me. And that, that's breaking the code. That's breaking the code. Uh, the flick pick then said, glorious. I'm glad that you appreciated that uh, Randy Newman impersonation. Hardwick says, speaking of Randy Newman theme songs, have you ever watched Monk? No, I've, I've not. I've seen clips, but I've never seen the entire, I've never seen a whole episode. Super says, have you ever heard Short People by Randy Newman? Yes, I have. Because it was in the Little Rascals movie. The 90s Little Rascals movie, which always has a special place in my heart. Uh, when they're trying to make money, the song uh, Short People is played. It's pretty great. It's pretty fantastic. Oh, man. Okay, well, my, my Alexa is talking with me, even though I have it muted so that it doesn't talk to me and doesn't listen to me either. Orange Hat says, you should do a duet with the Flick Pick on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we've done it on one podcast where we've done like some renditions of, of some of the songs that we do. We definitely should do it again, though. It's just too much fun. Uh, Golden Rash says, good evening, Odin. Good evening, all. A bit late due to night class. Well, Golden Rash, and thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Nathan Slay says, your Randy Newman impression is awesome. Pretty damn accurate. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's meant to be over the top. Uh, Bruce says, as Newman, Gunter Glieben Glauken Globen. 
I, I can't do that one. I don't. I, I no. I can't even. I can't even say that in my regular voice. Why would I say that in another one's voice? <laughs> that just doesn't. That just doesn't make sense. James Dashe, what's going on? He says, "Do you care for the Die Hard films?" I like the first one. Uh, I still need to see the second and third, which I hear are are both pretty good. And I've seen, I think it's Live Free or Die Hard. Maybe it's the it's not the one with Jai Courtney. It was the one right before Jai Courtney. Uh, Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. Anyway, James Dashe, thank you for another super chat. Comics Unknown Tag says, "What type of microphone do you use?" I really like your community. There's a lot of negativity on YouTube, and I feel nothing but positivity while watching this. Well, thank you. Even when I'm being negative, <laughs> I feel like the community is still positive. Yeah, the Asgardians are pretty awesome. Uh, right now, I use the uh, Shure SM7B, though I had to build up to this one. Uh, the original microphone I used was a Blue Snowball Ice, which got me through um, a good bit. And then a really great microphone I got is it's another Shure model. It's the Shure SM58. It's like a standard microphone that you can get for a pretty good price. That one I think you could actually get probably as good quality. Um, I know there's going to be differences too, but if you do it right, you can get as good quality out of the more expensive ones. And that, that one's one of the more uh, budget. It is an XLR, so you will need to get an interface, but there's luckily some pretty good uh, cheaper interfaces out there as well. So, yeah. Sure, SM7B. Final answer. 70B says, you really do not care for the Snyder. Say, hold on. You really do not care for the Snyder. Same way I feel about Denny Villeneuve. Well, 70B, the difference is that Villeneuve, Villeneuve, I was saying Villeneuve, Denis Villeneuve is actually a good director. So you may not care for him, but hey, at least he makes good movies. Uh, they don't make much money, but <laughs> see, I can even I can make jokes about people I like. Uh, Hardwick says, I'm still looking forward to Black Widow and hoping it's good. I consider it a retroactive Phase 3 movie since it's set before Infinity War, plus Taskmaster and Rachel Weisz are in it. Yes, but what rendition of Taskmaster? They're, they're probably going to ruin that character in some way. And once again, why should I care about a Black Widow movie that should have come out over five years ago? About a character who's no longer alive. Again, I just... And also, it's been delayed several times. So it's just like, why? Why should I even care? Orange Eye Review says, Oh, Odin, guess who is following me on Twitter? Gina freaking Karana. Woke up this morning on that notification. Best wake-up call ever. Nice. Very cool. Uh, as you know, I've given up the Twitters for Lent. Snort Poopus. I love the extended edition of Lord of the Rings. That is the correct answer. There's only one correct answer, and that is the correct. Uh, let's see. Rusty Shackleford. Welcome back to the chat. Nathan Slate, Ty says, yeah, that's the other thing. Joss Whedon is extremely overrated director. He did The Avengers, and that's the only good movie I can remember that he did. Well, okay, Nathan, whoa, 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 Nathan Slate, Nathan, 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 man. You're out of your element, man. You're out of your element, all right? Joss Whedon has done amazing work, all right? He might be an asshat. He might even be an abuser, but he has done a lot of really great stuff, all right? Obviously, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one of the greatest TV shows ever made, you also have, of course, Firefly, which is probably my all-time favorite TV series. It only lasted a season because Fox sucks, but man, oh man, that that season that series was brilliant and ahead of its time. He then directed the movie version of it called Serenity, which was also fantastic. He did indeed do the first Avengers film, which was a good movie. The first Avengers film was actually very well done. He also did Cabin in the Woods, which was a phenomenal uh, comedy horror movie. 
So, yeah, Nathan Slay, man, you're out of your element, man. Do a, Next time you're going to say something like that, you do a, a basic Wikipedia search filmography. Uh, because, yeah, again, I don't think that he's a good person, but I'm not going to take away the fact that the dudes make good stuff. Also, by the way, and I'll, I'll stand by this show. I know that some people may not like it because of potential wokeness, but the show he did, Dollhouse, brilliant show. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I think there are so many intricate pieces of that show that make it enjoyable for me. All right, Pat S. says, I hit select on Tom and Jerry as soon as I found out. I ran the whole hour. Unfortunately, I fell asleep five minutes in, so I have nothing to report. Darn this lazy boy. Pat S., is that true? Are you trolling or is that true? Because that is kind of funny, if that is. Uh, by the way, Pat S., since I know that you recently emailed, um, I have finally watched some movies uh, on the list that was put together by some YouTube members uh, some weeks back. And so I'll be doing reviews of those at some point. Uh, But I finally watched Arsenic and Old Lace. I watched that for the first time, finished that last night. And I have about 20 minutes left to go in Adventures in Babysitting. First time ever seeing that as well. So positives in both cases, I will say. Snorta Poopa says, I hate a 300, but I'm a biased bear who loves history. Now I hear you there. Your Muslim uncle, what's going on? He says, salam and peace unto you. I'm driving so I can't respond. Hey, that's okay, man. Thanks for listening. Bifford the Hobbit says, your favorite Disney show, first season Mandalorian or first season WandaVision. Oof. Uh, both are rough for different reasons. I think I would re- I would rather rewatch first season Mandalorian if you made me choose, though. Uh, Marco Sarek, what's going on? I hope I pronounced that correct. Hardwick is talking to someone else. Hamilton Berger says, Edge, the rated R superstar. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Some people out there watch wrestling or used to watch wrestling. I haven't watched wrestling in so long. It's kind of crazy. Orange Review says, you don't like my videos. There is the unlike button and the comment section for feedback. That's why uh, that's the way I see it. Yeah, I agree. Though, I will say this much about my comment section. I, I, I don't appreciate nonsense. So I don't tolerate it. So it's so funny because people say, like, oh, he hides people and deletes comments. Yeah, when you're being an asset, there are these assets. What they'll do is they won't just comment on my video. They'll then reply to a bunch of positive comments. And I've got no patience for that. If you're going to harass people who are leaving positive comments and be an asset, no, I'm sorry. You, you have no place in my comment section. You have no place in it. And I'm not ashamed of doing it either. Asshat's not welcome. ZK Man says, Endgame doesn't exist in Infinity War, Thanos won, and that was the end. Hey, that's a fair point. Now, yeah, Infinity War was a fantastic movie that has aged very well. Alex McCarthy says, Edge, definition, an awesome wrestler from the Attitude Era who will be Universal Champ at WrestleMania, which is insane to me. Orange Eye Reviews says, Disney stock? Nah, give me Woodstock. Damn right. Zion Waters says, have you seen WandaVision? What did you think? Dude, Zion Waters. Zion, Zion. That's another thing that drives me crazy. Literally have a review on the channel. Take you five seconds just to look up my channel and boom, it's right there. It's one of my more recent videos, man. Don't don't ask questions when, if it was like a question of a show or movie I watched like a while ago and so it wouldn't have been as visible, but man, that, that just, Zion, that just hurts my feelings, man. 
Because that just means that you haven't been paying attention to the channel at all. And that, that makes me sad. That makes me a sad panda. <sighs> Rosie G12 says, you have HBO Max if you have Comcast too. Nice. Thirsteenth Warrior says, re-leak the Snyder Cut. Yeah, not much of a leak. <laughs> Hardway then says, Snyder's multi-movie plan has been public for a while. In the second Justice League movie, he was going to have Bruce Wayne get Lois Lane pregnant, then die. Their son was going to take up the Batman mantle. And I am already so uninterested in anything that he had planned for that universe. I'm sorry, I just... I, I, I don't get the love. Granite says, I've been on a video slump lately... I'm not sure about the PayPal thing. I feel weird taking money from people, but I'll think about it. It's not you're not taking money, Greta. They're donating it to you. They're not you're not taking it. They're like, hey, I want to support you. And so they they give you money. They they want to support you, Greta. They want to support you for the work that you're doing. Because as I always say, and that's the reason why I always throw people to your channel, because I think you do great work, Greta. You put time and effort and study and research into every single video that you do. I'm just some dude who turns on the camera and talks about a movie he's just seen with very little prep. (laughs) Which, again, some people like. But you do so much prep and so much work. So, no, girl. Let people donate if they want to donate to you. All right? They don't have to donate to you. That's the beautiful thing about the PayPal link. They can click on it or or they don't have to click on it. Pat S. says, I thought Odin didn't deliver messages. Pat S., this is very true. But I do want Greta to get her money. At least from this one person who said that he would donate. <laughs> Rhaegar Targaryen says, we need a Snyder Cut of the Snyder Cut. Yes. Yes, indeed. And by uh, messages, it, it typically when I say that, Pat S., it's when the people come to me saying, can you tell Gary? Can you tell uh, Jeremy? Can you, like, when it's people where it's like people I work with, Greta's a friend. So I'll, 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 I'll give a message to them and there, depending on what it is. But yeah, the people are like, and uh, the Valkyrie can back me up on this. It's like the one dude who contacted me who wanted me to get him in touch with Ethan Van Skyver. Even though I had been on one stream with him, I think. I think I was, I was on the High Council once, maybe. And so they thought that that means that we were all friends and talked all the time. And it's like, no, I'm in one chat with him where he sometimes puts in feedback. That's, that's my connection and relationship. We very rarely ever talk to each other. It's been a very long time since the last time we even had a chat. Um, so we weren't even then, though. This was about a year or so ago. And he messaged me not just to get in contact with EVS, but to have EVS help him sell a house. And it was at that moment I realized, yeah, I need to shut off from any person who wants to <laughs> have me send a message. Uh, Rhaegar Targaryen says, we need a standard cut. I got that one already. I got that one already. Not another dime. Thank you for the $5. Says a super chat. He says, hey, I want to support you. Well, not another dime. I thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the love and I appreciate the support. It means a lot, man. Thank you. All right, chat has jumped on me like it always does, so let me uh, hop back up. We got about 25 minutes back. Looks like no comments were skipped. Always makes me happy to see that. Let's 
jump over to the DLAV fam. And it looks like nothing's happening over there. So, again, much love, DLAV fam. All right. Uh, we're at 745 in the chat. Uh, Nathan Slate at 745 said, I know this is a universe where Endgame exists, but I still feel like Infinity War. I still like Infinity War and will watch it every once in a while. I know screw Disney, but I like Infinity War. Dude, I'm not going to attack you for what you like. There are some... I would call extremists out there that would. I'm not one of them. All right. Jeremy Zakowski, what's going on? I see that name in the chat. Super says, apologies if I'm being redundant, but I think my chat may have been skipped regarding Black Widow. Disney said it would be a theater exclusive. How do you think it'll do? That's what they claim now. But again, that's because they think by the time the film comes out, theaters will be better, which actually is a pretty good segue into uh, some of the next things to talk about. So, let's start with this one first. So, uh, theaters are finally starting to reopen in California. As it says, Los Angeles movie theaters could reopen in one week. It says as early as one week. Today, for the first time ever, L.A. County's numbers dipped into the red tier of Governor Gavin Newsom, who, remember has been voted to be recalled, or at least to have a recall vote, rather, to have a recall vote against him, which is probably why he's acting in this way. Also, with the somehow magical numbers of these... <laughs> don't you love when it's like, ooh, somehow all of the numbers of cases have dropped dramatically in the last six weeks. Wait, what happened six weeks ago? Wait, an inauguration happened? Gee, th there can't be any connection. There can't be any connection to that. That just seems a little too convenient now, doesn't it? And so, of course, now things are going to reopen. Um, but anyway, if it does happen, though, and this is the reason why I would say we should be cautiously, cautiously optimistic for anyone that is a fan of going to the theater in general, is that this says clearly that they would still be at 25% capacity or 100 people, whichever is less, which to me is a dumb policy. It says two more of California's five biggest counties by population, Orange and San Bernardino, also had red tier numbers this week. And like L.A., could have theaters qualify to reopen if they do so again next week. Those regions and L.A. account for 15 million of the state's 40 million residents. So obviously a lot of potential customers there. But here's the thing. These people, especially in California and New York, they're, they're probably more so than other parts of the country. They're... They've been trained to stay at home, to social distance, to, to not go to the theater, to just consume things at home, right? That's, that's something that's going to have to be trained out if these people want them to show up actually in the theater itself. But here's the other thing. You're setting the limit at 25% with 100 more people or, you know, or 100 people, whatever's less. By having that stat, by having that number out there, all you're doing is taking anyone that's already afraid of going because there is this irrational fear people have of COVID, even though this, the, the survival rate is 99.999% for the vast majority of people. And, oh, yeah, that's right. The CDC magically, you know, very quietly released those numbers earlier in the week saying how masks account for a about max 1.9% decrease in cases, which, which they've even admitted is statistically negligible. Before the period of masking. So, yeah. You're already taking the people 
that are terrified and afraid of this stuff. And now you're saying, hey, you can go back to the movie theater again, but hey, it's only going to be 25% capacity and you're going to have to wear a mask the whole time. Okay, you're telling people that are afraid already to go to the theater that they can come back, but then reminding them why they're afraid irrationally. You don't see how that's not going to match up. So even though this stuff's going on, again, I, I don't see how the numbers could possibly recover, especially when you have this happening still. Again, Disney has not had a good movie as far as a financial mo- a good financial movie in a very long time. The most recent one, Raya and the Last Dragon, $8.6 million debut. $8.6 million with an NYC reopening. So again, one of the biggest cities in America still not doing very well there. 8.6 million out of 2,045 different theaters. Raya's start is 41% below last weekend's 14.1 million opening for freaking Tom and Jerry. It's lower than Tom and Jerry. Now, again, the argument's going to be, well, it is available on Disney+, Plus, but you have to pay like $30. You got to do the Mulan numbers, which is insane for any movie. Don't spend $30 on a movie on Disney+. Plus. That's stupid. But here's the other thing. Tom and Jerry made more money, even though it's also available for free on HBO Max which kind of throws the whole logic of what they're doing with Disney out the window. <laughs> Again, pretty pretty crazy stuff there. So, terrible weekend there. When you look to the worldwide, a $26 million worldwide opening, as it says, it's a very soft opening in China, which is one of the areas that they were trying to get. Remember how Disney loves the communists in China, right? So much so they thank them at the end of Mulan, and have been dragged through the mud, and yet somehow, as we mentioned, their stock continues to do well, because they're very good at convincing people to buy, for some reason. Ryan the Last Dragon was meant to try and, you know, reach out to the Asian marketplace. Well, doesn't look like they're very interested. It says here, there are a couple of factors at work here. Of the total opening, just 8.4 million came from China, despite solid social critical scores in a market That is the only one globally to be firing on all cylinders. Of course, Raya is a new IP, so it doesn't have a built-in fan base that generates a rush-to-see urgency. Still, the Middle Kingdom bow is 51% bigger than Seoul, which legged out to become the number two highest-grossing Pixar film ever. Walt Disney Animation Studios' Raya did enjoy a 178% increase from Friday to Saturday in China, though it's uncertain whether the animated fantasy sees the same kind of future play as Seoul. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt that it will, seeing that it's not doing well anywhere else in the world. So because Disney has had a series of financial losses, right? So Raya is just, you know, it's just adding on to that. Uh, Let me try and pull up my box office tracking. So this is my website here. Where again, it's a little crude, but let's, let's look to some of the movies. All right, Seoul. Right, Seoul made 32.5 million worldwide in its debut. All right, I liked Seoul. Seoul was pretty good. Negative 182 million dollars. All right, so massive financial loss for Disney. All right, did not recoup that investment. Let's see some others. Onward, remember that was one of the first ones that got hit during the pandemic. Only made 67 million dollars worldwide in its opening weekend. That film. 
$220 million loss. $220 million loss for Disney. Call of the Wild, which was a holdover from uh, the Fox deal. Negative $123 million loss. So as you can see, there has not been a successful Disney movie or even Disney-associated movie in a very long time. In fact, it may have even been since, what, Rise of Skywalker? Which made $119 million, which is, in the grand scheme of things, not all that much for a Star Wars movie as far as net profit goes. So you take the positive $119 million, and then you subtract the $100 million, the $220 million, etc. They're not doing well. So the, all the news of them not doing well with Raya, even though theaters are set to reopen in Los Angeles, again, doesn't seem like the New York opening helped all that much because, as I said, when you convince people to be afraid for very little reason, if we're being perfectly honest, why would they want to leave their house? To go into a theater. I'm just being honest. Alright. Questions that we need to ask. I think. Anyway. Uh, still in the YouTube chat. Hamilton Burger at 746 says. After the Harry and Meghan interview. That Suits reunion is going to be hella awkward. <laughs> Sonora Poopa says. If the royal family wants to replace the ungrateful couple. I'll volunteer to take their place. For a free three room flat. And a lifetime pass to a good local pub. Very little to ask. I think a lot less than what they were asking for, I imagine. Just on the red shirt says, Dr. Seuss is being canceled because his books help children to learn to read and enjoy reading. Change my mind. Yeah, probably. There's multiple reasons. Pat S. says, down with the monarchy. Yes, there's only one monarchy I want. And if you've been following my channel, you know which one. Super says, DCEU hasn't had anything good. What you talking about? Shazam was rad. Wonder Woman is pretty good. So, Wonder Woman was a B-minus movie. It was fine. It was the best they had had up to that point. I will agree that Shazam is the best movie right now in the entire DCEU. But even that movie was a B-plus. Alright? Again, I enjoyed Shazam. I gave it a positive review. I like Shazam. But I think even in that review, I was like, this is the best thing in the DCEU. Alright? So... What should have been a movie that was a solid movie in a solid franchise is right now the best thing they've got. So again, I like Shazam, but when you're telling me that Shazam is the best movie you have in your arsenal, that spells problems. So yeah, I yeah, the DCU, I still stand by it. In shambles. That first Wonder Woman, go back and rewatch it. Rewatch that CG. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. It's got issues. Badass says, but down with Harry. And her husband, too. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Zinewater says, yes, prayer is bringing ourselves in line with God. Rosie G12 is talking to somebody else, so I will skip that. Dr. Essex in the chat, hail. Orange Hour View says, skipped. Odin Lindenhall showed the Flash teaser, and it had a streaming now error the next day. They have the monumental screw-up of releasing the standard cut over Tom and Jerry. That isn't a coincidence. Wait a minute. They showed the Flash teaser, and it had a Streaming Now error the next... Okay, I, 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 don't, I don't understand the correlation there. A Flash teaser with Streaming Now, so it just said Streaming Now Flash teaser? That just seems like a really bad mistake. 
I don't see how that's a... I wouldn't call that a part of the conspiracy, man. I think, if anything, it's showing either one, that they have some incompetency going on behind the scenes, which, let's be honest here, probably is true. There, there seem to be a lot of incompetent, pe- incompetent people behind the scenes at Warner Brothers. But also, too, I think that all of us can agree that the Snyder Cut, Tom and Jerry thing was probably just to try and get more people, if anything, was to get more people interested in Tom and Jerry. And also, guess what it keeps people talking about? The Snyder Cut. I think it's probably a marketing ploy. Because as I said, an hour? What's been spoiled? Nothing's been ruined by this. Again, anyone trying to claim that this is an attempt to ruin the Snyder Cut, you're not paying attention. I honestly think if you're saying that, you, you are feeding false information by that. I honestly do. Unless you know something that I don't. I'm just going based on the information that we have, though. Uh, Padre Concinero, welcome to the chat. Um, let's see, looking for some tags. Dadman Walking 55 is a member. Hail to you. Glad to have you here. Rusty Shackleford says, I love LA. Song by Randy Newman is what I think of from The Naked Gun. I've actually never seen it. Um, the song that I always think of is, of course, You got a friend in me. I got a friend in you. I got a friend and it's not new you. I got a Bieber and it's new brand shoe. That, that's all I can do. It's just random things. Uh, Bruce says, that was lyrics from a Def Leppard song. Context, Gunter Glieben Glauken Globen. Oh, no, no. I, I understood the reference, but I can barely say that already is what the point of that was. Michael Taylor says, what is your box office prediction on Godzilla vs. Kong? After a trailer that has over 68 million views. Well, we, we, okay, here's the thing. Trailer views and YouTube views do not equal financial success. We know this. That this, this is something that is known. It does not translate. Now, does that mean that it's going to fail? No. But just because a trailer does well does not mean that the movie is going to be successful. Because guess what? Where is that trailer being watched at home? Where are most people going to be watching the movie when it comes out? Let's be honest, at home. So how do I think the box office is going to do? I think it's going to flop. Based on financial data that we get from the box office, it could do well compared to other films that have come out during the pandemic, but I think it's going to be a flop. Especially when, remember, keep in mind, the last Godzilla film that came out, it did not do that well financially in comparison Because I'm trying to think. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, lordy. Let's see. King of the Monsters. So, there's actually some historical reasons why I would think that it wouldn't do well. Box office... uh, Sorry. So, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, when it came out, it only made $386 worldwide when that film came out. Alright? That film came out over 4,000 theaters available. Opened in 2019, so this is prior to the pandemic. All right, had tons of marketing behind it. I bet it also had tons of views as well. It only made 386 million worldwide on a budget of 170 million dollars. Meaning that movie, I think, actually lost money. And maybe it made some of the money back on Blu-ray, but it it was not a financial success. It was not a big hit. So you're telling me that the movie 
that's following that one, which was already a financial failure, which is going to have probably half the screens available and already is going to have a huge portion of the audience who's going to be terrified to even leave their house because they've been trained to feel that way in major markets specifically like New York and LA where there are more of those people that have those irrational fears. I'm sorry, there to me there's no logical explanation to explain how it could possibly be financially successful. And also, they're releasing it for free on HBO Max. So again, no, I think it's going to be a massive financial flop is what I think. Uh, Pat S says, Randy Newman was the guest musician for the only Saturday Night Live filmed in New Orleans and one of only two filmed outside of NYC. Interesting. Harvick says, can you do a good impression of Orson Welles and or Vincent Price? No, probably not. <laughs> I've never tried them. Rob D, do you think Black Widow is going to hit Disney Plus for 30 bucks, or do you think they'll actually include it with subscription like HBO Max? If they are going, so they claim it's going to be just in theaters. That's what they claim. I don't believe them, but that's what they claim. If they change their mind, as I said, I think Godzilla is going to be a major flop. I think that might open the eyes of Disney to say, whoa, this film had, as you mentioned, 68 million views. But people are still terrified, even with LA and New York reopening. Because, again, people are terrified, and also those caps at the theaters are insane. But remember, even with those caps... Of 25% capacity, from what I've seen, they're not even getting close to reaching those caps in the first place. So there isn't this massive draw. So, yeah, um, I think that what Disney will see are that some of the big tentpole movies that are still coming out before Black Widow are not going to do well financially. And I think they're, what they're going to do is they're going to say, all right, let's put it on Disney Plus for 30 bucks and have it in theaters at the same time and try our, try to hedge our bets. That's what I think. All right. Bruce says, long live the brown coats. I think you meant coats, not goats. Um, so I had to correct that there. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. God, great, great show. Love that show. Uh, let's see. Thirsty Warrior says, at this point in my life, and given the dreck that's been provided over the last couple of years, I have no desire to see any more superhero movies. I don't blame you, Thirsty Warrior. I, I don't blame you whatsoever. Nathan Slay, I haven't seen any Joss Whedon movies besides Avengers, Age of Ult- Avengers and Age of Ultron, but all right, I might check out those other movies. Okay, yeah, you've seen two movies out of his whole repertoire of films, and one was terrible. Age of Ultron, as you said, awful. So yeah, like don't 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 provide an opinion on a director that you haven't even seen his whole repertoire, especially like his better movies. Uh Berger says Arsenic and Old Lace is great. It is pretty great. A little all over the place, but still very great. Um let's see. Uh Michael Taylor, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out. Alright. Michael Taylor says this. How long does it take him to read the comments? I read all the comments that tag me or come from a member. Everyone. You don't have to super chat me. It's what makes my channel, I think, unique in comparison to other channels. And so that means that it's going to take a while. And if you paid attention, there's literally a bar below me that explains what I do 
and how I typically fall 20 minutes behind, and also how to contact me as well. So I saw that comment, and it may have not been made in bad faith. So again, if it's coming across as being angry, I'm not. But uh, if it was coming across as a, uh, it takes him forever, one, you didn't even tag me in the first place, so I don't know what you're complaining about. And two, once again, literally, oh, look at this. Oh, man, look at that. Tells you how to contact. Just type Odin question, all one word. I, again, read it aloud. Oh, wait, what does this say? I am usually 20 minutes behind. And sometimes it's more. Because, again, I read every comment that tags me. Pat S says, cool, good work. You're welcome. 70B says, how do you watch movies at night with a baby and get up to go to work? You are a true night owl. No, not at all. Um, what happens is that as I'm going to sleep, I typically, you know, I don't do it often. I've only done it a couple times recently. Um, but if I had to finish a movie, I just would just put it back. I have my Plex server, so I put it on my phone, have my headphones on, finish it that way. It's not my preferred way of watching, but got to get done what you got to get done with the time you have. Also, when you have a baby that sleeps through the night since he was two weeks old, <laughs> it's, you know, it's pretty good. Uh, Nathan Slay says, didn't one of those Marvel fanboys attack me for not liking the uh, boner joke? Probably. Uh, there were a bunch of asshats over there. Hardwick says, I hope you aren't watching Adventures in Babysitting on Disney+. Plus. They censored one of the best lines of the movie. Oh, no. I'm what? Adventures in Babysitting on Disney+. Plus? No, it's on HBO Max. It's not on Disney+. Plus. It's on HBO Max. They would not have that movie on Disney+. Plus. They drop an F-bomb in there. <laughs> yeah, the Valks are going to be a lot nicer to people who are like... Why does it take him so long? Uh, Nathan Slay says, I'm not trying to tear down the Avengers at all. It's pretty fun. I'm just I'm just saying, uh, think. Think, dude. Lots of comments. Think. Zinewater says, my apologies. I've been distracted lately trying to get my uh, trying to get life stuff going. Okay, that's cool. Just don't ask a question about a series that's been pretty big without checking to see if I've done a video on it. Because I don't want to I don't want to repeat it. I don't want to repeat myself. My voice gets tired as it is. All right, we got five minutes left. So members only. Skipping to members only. This is what we do. The last five, ten minutes. We skip to members only before I do. Let me just catch up with any uh, uh, D-Live people. Phonemo, what is Raya or whatever? I don't know. It's a Disney animated film about Raya the Last Dragon. Will Jandry says, The Flash te- teaser had streaming now at the end of instead of coming March 18th. Oh, The Flash teaser... For, uh, sorry, the Flash teaser for Snyder Cut. That's the other thing. Oh my gosh, they've been so, I, I, some, anyone who's a fan of Snyder is loving this because you mean you get more Snyder. This campaign of marketing has sucked. Like every day, every two days, releasing a new mini trailer featuring a character. Like, it causes confusion like that, which is silly to me. And again, streaming now versus coming March 18th. The only people who are watching these trailers who care already know when it comes out. They're already super fans. So again, I don't buy into any conspiracy here. Because it's probably just a random mistake that was made by an idiot behind the scenes. Because again, anyone that's a fan already knows when it comes out. And... If you didn't know it from this one, you would have known it from the 5,000 other trailers that they've already had from this. Oh, 
God, I cannot wait for this movie to be out so it can just be done with. I know, I know there's fans of Snyder Cut that watch this. I'm sorry. I am just sick of it. I cannot wait for it to be done. Let the four-hour crap come out so that anyone who already has the rose-tinted glasses can love it because even if it was bad, they'd still love it. And people like me try to keep things real. Oh, this is when the rage comes out. All right, Will Gentry, the only monarchy here is King Bob and Queen Nancy. Hashtag midichlorian royal family. Yes, indeed. Bob and Nancy, the midichlorians. By the way, get your Bob the Midichlorian t-shirt. <laughs> Teespring below. Daniel Thorne, Godzilla vs. Kong takes are going to on sale soon. Be prepared. I'm not going to buy them. I, I don't really want to see the movie. Just being honest. Will Gentry, uh, Snyder Cut meant to put that bit. Thank you. And then says, I honestly believe it is all just incompetence. There's no grand conspiracy here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There, it makes no sense for there to be a grand conspiracy. They're not smart enough to have that kind of a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, Thursday the Warrior says on YouTube, again, members only. Wait, Odin's actually seen a movie. Most of the ones I refer to, he hasn't seen. I'm making my way there. Patass says, would you rather be clumsily asked your age than out on a date by Governor Cuomo or rewatch WandaVision season one? By the way, you don't have to go on the date just to be asked. Uh, just to be asked by Governor Cuomo because I would love to say some things to him. Greta then says, thanks. I might ask you about it again at some point. Please do. I'll do whatever I can to help. All right, chat's going to jump on me, but we're at members only. Members, please be kind because I do need to uh, wrap things up. Uh, Greta then says, have to head out. Hope you have a good night. Hope you have a good night as well, Greta. Thank you again for being here. Appreciate it. Patass says, that's fair. So family and friends message are uh, are fair. I'm on board. They said, can you tell Tina staff happy Saturday, Patrick's Day for me next Tuesday? Thanks. Oh, my gosh. There's the Warriors says, reopening theaters won't stop the recall. No, it won't. No, it will not. Uh, hail to you, your Muslim uncle. Thank you again for being here. Snorter Poopa says, all I need now are movies worth going to see. Yeah, that's a good point. Hardwick, I just found out that Joe Carahan is going to be making the remake of The Raid, which will star Frank Grillo, who starred in Carahan's recent boss level. No, thank you. The Raid does not need to be remade. The Raid is fine just the way it is. That does not make me happy. Uh, Laura says, they opened, they opened theaters at 25% for a while this summer, and most theaters didn't reopen. Exactly, because... It, in order for them to make money, having those types of capacities and limitations are, are going to hurt their bottom line. So it's actually better for them to stay closed. Snorter Poopa says, I have a well-meaning friend constantly asking me when I'm going to get a vaccination. Yeah, I mean, people ask me too. And I say, when there is a traditional vaccination, when there is a traditional one, you know, when they put the, the dead strain in, that does not use aborted fetal tissue in its research. We don't have that yet, so I don't care what the Vatican says. I don't care what the USCCB says because even though, even if they're willing to forego any sense of morality, does not mean that I will. Oh, there's a lot I could say about that, but I, I need I need to I need to cool off on that for a bit. Whew. All right, Pat S says the money with Star Wars is merchandise, not movies. Oh wait, exactly what merchandise? Kara Tharp says I like Shazam. I agree. I think Shazam's great, but the best you have. Nah. All right, members only. Thursday Warrior says, The League of Snyder Cut was probably motivated by marketing considerations. It's get, it gets the release out in the headlines, and everyone's talking about it. Exactly. Again, if there's any conspiracy, it's pro-Snyder Cut, not anti-Snyder Cut. 
Um, let's see. Hardwick says they ought to make a Godzilla vs. Cthulhu movie. <laughs> Even that I don't think would make any money in this environment. Pat S says Kevin Smith cried while watching Godzilla trailer, so maybe there is some hope. He cry <laughs> He cries at everything, man. He cries at everything. Rosie G12 then says, Superhero fatigue is real. That's a fact. Hardwick says, Marion C. Cooper, director of original King Kong, originally wanted to use real gorillas and have them fight real Komodo dragons. Fortunately, Willis O'Brien talked him into using stop motion. Thank the Lord. That would have been terrible. I mean, awful. Like, that would have been so bloody insane. Pat S. says, Odin thinks Josh is shiny. You can't take the sky from me. Thirsty Warrior says, remember, Odin not only reads the comments, but takes the time to respond to them, sometimes at length. Thirsteenth Warrior. That is true. Some more at length than others. I go by whatever the, uh, oh, what's it called? Whatever the moment suits me. Uh, Pat S says, you should do a stream where you only read comments. No responding or interacting with members. It would be fast, not fun, but fast. That would be awful. For both me and you. <laughs> this is already pretty rough for both of us already. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi. Just look at all the bad decisions from HBO and Warner Brothers over the years. These guys couldn't conspire to throw a surprise party. A birthday party without screwing it up. Forever Sci-Fi. These are facts. Yeah, as agreed. And again, I don't know if anyone is claiming that there's some nefarious cabal working against the Snyder Cut. Uh, and Warner Brothers. I just think if they are, they're not paying attention. Because if this is doing anything, it is giving more hype and more promotion to it. And as I said, what could possibly really be spoiled at this time? I'm just, I'm just saying it. What could possibly be spoiled at this time? I don't get it. Interesting. Hardwick says that both uh, Adventures of Babysitting is on both HBO Max and Disney+. Plus. Well, luckily, I'm watching uh, The Superior One on HBO Max. So... Makes sense. All right, I am caught up on members, so thank you again for being awesome. We are caught up, everybody. Thank you all for being here. Uh, shout out, of course, to the Valks, Tina, and Steph for keeping things uh, nice where they all should be. I don't know why that, that didn't make any sense. Pat S says, I'm not leaving, but want to be nice to Odin. So this is my last chat. Well, I appreciate it. I'm calling it. I'm calling a lid. I'm calling a lid. I'm pulling a Joe Biden. I'm just going to call it a lid. Uh, before we go, I do want to shout out members of the Army of Asgard and Keeper of the Bifrost level. Uh, Dadman Walking 55, MTAC Shark, Forever Sci Fi, FCC 2014, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K, Orange at Reviews, Adam Avery, The Bosco 2000, Twirly Wolf, Jay Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. Thank you again for being members at the Army of Asgard and Keeper of the Bifrost uh, level. Hope you enjoy that perk of getting shouted out at the end of every live stream. It really does mean a lot. Also, of course, a huge shout-out to everyone who watched tonight. Please be sure to smash that like button on the way out. we still got 60 people watching in here. Uh, really does mean a lot. And again, uh, if you got triggered by any of the comments that I made towards Snyder and the Snyderverse, I, I don't apologize because I don't apologize for my opinion. And here's the thing. If you love it, good. I don't want to take away your love. But don't try to take away my hatred. <laughs> anyway you guys are awesome huge shout out of course to the Valks team and staff for being amazing and beautiful people uh, do expect some movie reviews out soon I've seen a few films obviously as I've mentioned I've seen uh, a couple of the films on the list that was given to me by the members on the channel but I also got to see 
this film called Eurovision. It was the Will Ferrell movie that came out last year. I have some thoughts on that. It's not a bad movie. It's also just not funny, and it's supposed to be a comedy. Um, so <laughs> probably I might have a review out on that as well. Uh, so so tons of things, tons of things to review and to talk about. Uh, but just as a recap, an hour may have been released of Snyder Cut of the four-hour cut for a little while. Nothing that we know of has been spoiled that hasn't already been out there already. Things are every you know everything is fine. Everything is fine. Volcano Man. There it is. Dr. Essex. He's he's seen that movie. Oh, Lord, that movie. Anyway, you guys, you're all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, if you are a Keeper of the Bifrost level person, you will have a new podcast episode, hopefully, t- tomorrow. Uh, if, if, if John is still watching, we're supposed to record tomorrow um, because of some complications. We always have scheduling complications. Normally, it's on his end. Um, but anyway, if he's still here, then we will, of course, uh, have that podcast out for y'all tomorrow. So again, thank you all very much for being amazing and beautiful people. I love my Asgardian so much. If you were a winner of that uh, Tina birthday celebration bash, uh, all of those have been sent out. So expect it over the next 7 to 14 days as it is being sent via media mail. You guys are amazing. I hope you all have a wonderful night. And as always, God bless. And now for a huge shout-out to all of my March Patreon members. Andrew Hoyle, Animation Commentator, Brian P., Divex, Enrique Evangelista, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, Father Damien Cook, Garrett Searles, The Honky Chonky Funky Monkey, Inflamed Wood, Interdrop Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jay, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General Story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Steve Glasker, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, Tina Bojan, and of course, the Empress of the Universe, Tina B. Thank you all very much for being my Patreon members. And now a shout out to all of my Subscribestar members. Stand for John B., Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., uh, Dean Heiss slash the new number two, J-Rod the Beer Guru, Nebanon G. Adams, and ZK Man, and Dion. Thank you all so very much for being my Subscribestar members, and to everyone who has been supportive of the channel. Of course, a shout out to my YouTube members, and you all know that you get your special perks every single time that we do a live stream, so thank you again for your support. If you want to have your name shouted out at the, every single, at the end of every single live stream and at the end of every single video, please check out the links in the description below to become a Patreon or Subscribestar member today. You're going to also get access to things at the upper tiers, like a bi-weekly podcast that I do with my friend john the flick john the flick pick flickinger we also of course have a chosen of valhalla live stream once a month where me and my chosen come together on this channel to talk about whatever it is that they want to talk about so anyway if all that stuff sounds interesting to you please check out the links below you guys are amazing beautiful people hope you all have a wonderful day and as always god bless